Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Average Film Enjoyer podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Trey the Film Noob, and I am joined today by my lovely, lovely co-host, Jagger Movie Reviews. How are you doing today, Jagger? I am great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Today, we are reviewing number 245 on the IMDb Top 250 list. Uh, It is Ingmar... Ingmar Bergman's Persona, released in 1966, starring B.B. Anderson and Liv Ullmann. Um, it is a, uh, I believe, yeah, it's a Swedish film. Um, it has a 4.1, 4.4 overall on Letterboxd. Let me check its IMDb score. Its IMDb score is 8.1. And it's rotten. Um, to- the Rotten Tomatoes is ninety-one. Ninety-one critics, yeah. ninety-four audience score. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I don't like going by it because that's not even like these critics rated it like ninety-one out of a hundred or gave it a ninety-one percent. It's like ninety-one of the percent of these people would recommend you see this. So it's like. I don't know. It's just weird. That's why I like IMDb because it's like takes all of the rating systems that people use and puts it into one That's rating. Uh, That's but yeah, it's uh, here's a synopsis for everybody who hasn't seen it. A young nurse, Alma, is put in charge of Elizabeth Volger, um, an actress who is seemingly healthy in all respects but will not talk. As they spend time together, Alma speaks to Elizabeth constantly, never receiving an answer. Alma eventually confesses her secrets to a seemingly sympathetic Elizabeth and finds that her own personality is being submerged into her Elizabeth's persona. Um, title drop for you. Yeah, so this movie comes in at 83 minutes, uh, black and white, 1966. Jagger, I think you enjoyed this more than I did. So why don't you start us off? Uh, I just want to hear what you think. Alright, so I'm going to be totally honest with everyone here. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's so artsy, Let's I love it. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is a movie that is really weird, and it's something I admired much more than I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, it inspired yeah. a lot of stuff. I could so t- totally see it inspiring things like Fight Club, Mulholland Drive, and many, many other movies. Um, because it has an ending that if you pay attention, you'll be able to figure out. And I respect that, but Mulholland Drive and Fight Club both did it, in my opinion, so much better. Uh, I found this to drag at points. I found it to be really, really uncomfortable at some points. Um, I found it to be, at other points, ridiculous that it was released in 1966. And the fact that it wasn't, like, right off the bat banned for some things... Because in 66, the opening scene of Psycho, where you can see her in, like, a bra, is considered really, like, risque yeah. at that time. Yeah. yeah. There's some parts of this that I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't know. It, it, it's not exactly my cup of tea. However, I totally admire what it did for a lot of films. Yeah. For me personally, I don't know. I think movies like this, like I'm, I, I just love a good film. I love a good film. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not going to try to pretend and tell you like, oh yeah, 
my uh, all-time favorite movies are uh, Persona and The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and 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 Casablanca and all this stuff. Like, try to be like, I'm better than you because I know all these indie, like, not well-known films. But, like, I'll appreciate a good, like, indie unknown film when I see it. This was so boring. I watched this this morning after I woke up. I just threw it on and I was like, all right, here we go. I was refreshed. I was ready. And I was so bored. It was great in the as in the technical aspects of acting. The cinematography was interesting at points. Um, and the writing was all right. But it was just, I just couldn't get engaged. I really didn't care what was happening. And... Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't get engaged to it, um, which really dampens movies for me. I still gave it a three and a half for 63 out of a hundred, but, uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't get locked into it. Uh, but that's just me. I don't know about you. If you were able to like get locked into these characters, like I'm interested to hear what you think about that. Uh, the long short of it is no. I mean, there's like... I understand, and I'm going to quickly go into this, if you don't mind. This movie is about, like, this person wishes that this is who they were, and they make this persona up in their head of this seemingly, to them, better version of themselves. You've seen it in Mulholland Drive, and you've seen it in Fight Club, like I said. Um, there's supposedly scenes in Mulholland Drive that only make more sense if you've seen Persona, so I respect that, and I respect the concept of the this person made up an alternate personality of themselves, but a, in their opinion, better version of themselves. But yeah, I'll but be... who is? That's what I was so confused by. Who is the alternate personality? Is it Alma or is it Elizabeth? Um, here, uh, I think I I can't tell which one's which. <laughs> By the end of this movie, that's, yeah, that's another problem for me. Is like I can't, I can't tell. Okay. Like, Fight Club, you can tell. Like by the end. Sorry, spoilers. If you haven't seen one of the most film bro movies of all time, spoilers for Fight Club. You can tell by the like it's they're clear. Like Ty, Tyler Durden, he's mm. fake. Yeah, and they make it very clear with scenes that totally explain it. Um, in Mulholland Drive, they don't make it as clear. However, if it was totally clear, it wouldn't be a David Lynch movie. Um, yeah. This just, this was so weird, because one of the characters was mute, so you weren't even able to tell off of voice cues who was different. And the fact yeah. that it was foreign didn't make it any easier for me. And I'll be, I'm gonna be the unfortunate one who says the truth here. Not every foreign film has to be totally respected. And I get that that's a really hot take to a lot of people. Because if a movie is foreign, then, like, you have to like it. No. No, no, no. This movie was totally, in my opinion, impossible to figure out at some points. And I found myself yeah. just sitting there like, what's going on? At some of the, like most out-of-pocket stuff was just being spouted out that did not make it any easier for me to just want to pay attention. And exactly. at some points, I was just sitting yeah. there like, if I just don't focus on the 
subtitles. And I just sit here and look at the cinematography and try and listen to the acting. Maybe I'll like this more. That should not be your mindset watching a movie. At no point. Yeah. Yeah. You should be engaged by the dialogue. Yeah. Even, like, there's a lot of foreign movies where I'm, like, lot, like, we, like, I just watched Funny Games. We talked about this last episode. I just watched Funny Games. I was locked in that entire time. The, the fact that a movie is a foreign film doesn't make me respect it any less. I still judge it as I would judge any other film. But this one, I just, like, I... I, 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 I found myself just sitting on my phone half the time, not caring what's happening. And I was, it was just, eh, yeah. Um, Honestly, after this conversation, it might go down to like three stars. I, I was just thinking that exact same thing. Um, I'm like thinking about it and liking it less and less. Uh, man, where do I go next? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say this. So. We talk about foreign films, and we say that there are people online, I'd say on TikTok, your prestigious film talkers, that say, if a movie is foreign, you're supposed to respect it more. Like, foreign films, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then there's the people that say, oh, the only foreign film you've seen is Parasite, so I bet you don't know anything about movies. We are supposed to respect, let's say, French films, right? French have some great cinema. French has some great cinema. But to a French person, isn't, like, what's a really bad movie? Let's say Retribution. That's a foreign film to them. So do we have to respect foreign films? Or can we hate foreign films? Because to some people, the movies we hate are foreign. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm starting to really not like this movie now. Um, I'd say Elizabeth, though. It found Alma to be the other personality that she made up. Because if you look yeah. at that one gruesomely long scene where she keeps repeating the same thing over and over about giving birth. Um, wait, was it just me or did she repeat the same thing like four times? I think she repeated the same... Well, that, that is something really interesting that I wanted to talk about was there there was multiple times where they'd play a scene that was like two or three minutes long from uh, from Elizabeth's perspective, and then they would replay the same scene from Alma's perspective. That's and interesting. That's interesting. I've never seen that done before, so that was just very interesting. It was very interesting. Um, however, that scene did not need to go on for that long because, again, it was a weird scene to watch, and it made me very uncomfortable the first time. Didn't need to see it again. Um... But there's just something about saying, you gave birth to this child, and you kept saying to yourself, won't you just die, child? Just die! I don't like that at all. However, um, and it's really unfortunate that I'm saying this. Oh, God. So we understand that Alma has regrets, because these are the things that she says to Elizabeth, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The regrets that she has, albeit very unfortunate regrets, um, she ends up aborting her child. So mm-hmm. I take it from that scene of dialogue that Elizabeth wishes to God she aborted her child and considers Alma to be this better version of herself. And I'll say it in a way that would make me a little bit more happy about it. 
uh, she didn't want to raise a child that she didn't love because that's very unfortunate for the child. Um, all right. So yeah, she, that, t- that makes total sense. Yeah. So she imagines Alma as a better person and a better version of herself because both of them went into labor on pretty unfortunate circumstances. This is correct. Yeah. Yeah. But Alma aborted the child, so she wasn't raising a child she didn't care about. Let's put it that way, and that's what led me to my conclusion of it being that same twist as Malone Drive Fight Club. I think yeah. that makes sense. Um, and yeah, that's, that makes total And that's all this movie is. It's an hour and 25 minutes leading up to a really weird scene that doesn't explain anything unless you pay way too much attention. To a otherwise very boring hour and twenty four minutes. Yeah. Um, I am booting my review now down to three, and by the end of this, if you change my mind, it will go down to a two and a half. <laughs> I think I'm gonna put it down to two and a half, dude. I really it's- want to. <laughs> Man, what I, a and- way to start <laughs> September. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Here's the thing about movies like this, though, is, like, I see all my mutuals have these super high ratings, and then I, like, pressure myself. I'm like, ah, but you're just gonna get ripped on for your rating of this. You know, I, like, pressure myself, but I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to not do that and, like, just give a rating for, like, all my mutuals. I just watched The Pope's Exorcist yesterday. Yeah. Um, And all my mutuals have that at, like, two stars, half star... Whoa, Evan has that at a four star. Uh, and But I loved it. I'm thinking about bumping, up, uh, bumping it up to a three and a half. It was great. Russell Crowe on a moped, peak cinema. It was just a good time, you know? So I just need to, like, I don't know. It's... Wait, can we quickly hold on the note of Pope's Exorcist really quick, please? Yeah. So is yeah, there... we'll talk about that highs and lows. Okay. Um, I am yet to see Pope's Exorcist. However, I have a very funny story about it, and I'm going to boot my rating of Persona down to two stars now. Um, it's a two and a half for me. It's it's a, it's a two and a half. I don't even know, man. I'm thinking of a two. I'm I'm trying to find things that I like about it, and I am struggling. Uh, yeah. I'll give it one star for the cinematography, one star for the acting, no stars for anything else. Um, so I feel like that's solid. Yeah, um, so, Pope's Exorcist, is there, like, a young boy in that movie that's possessed? Okay, wait, wait, I know where you're going with this, and I'm very excited, (laughs) but can we talk about our four questions for Persona first? Because I I want to, yeah, yeah, but I'm very excited, because I know exactly where you're going with this. And this will be a reveal to the audience, too, fun. All right, yeah, let's talk about our questions. Number, okay, let's, yeah, 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 most rewatchable scene. So, zero. I'm just gonna say none of them. Um, I, I don't maybe, want. Maybe the last. Maybe the last minute because I knew that was the last minute and it'd be over soon. <laughs> My God. We're it's... just ripping on Persona today. This is fun. We haven't had a movie where we both hate it this much yet. So this is a good time. We're just ripping on it. Hey, Jeremiah, if you're listening to this, we're very, very sorry that you couldn't come on. However, it would have been very entertaining with you having given this five stars. Um. 
Yeah, dude, there would have been some major debates going. All right, most yeah. rewatchable scene for you. Um, my most rewatchable scene. God, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I don't want to ever touch this movie again. And it's so funny because we were just talking about the Iron Giant, and we said the most rewatchable scene of this movie is the whole thing. I don't want to watch a single second of Persona again. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. I could not um, care less about this movie. And I ripped on Dances with Wolves, but Dances with Wolves was a half star higher than this because Dances with Wolves had an enjoyable period in it. This, I, I had no fun. I had no fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, who won this movie? For me, it's B.B. Anderson who plays Alma. I thought she did a stellar job. Um, yeah. One of the few enjoyed. That's, that's who it is for me. What about you? Um, I am going to give it to Sven Nykist, who was the cinematographer, who I think did a pretty great job for a lot of parts of this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and then, does this movie belong on the IMDb Top 250? God, no. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I, I'm sure we're, like, making a bunch of people angry with this episode as they're listening, just like, what the... These guys don't know what they're talking about. Yo. Us, not. There's there's hundreds of movies I'd rather have on the 245 spot than this. We talk about prestigiousness quite a bit. Does this belong in the top 45 on Letterboxd? It absolutely does not. <laughs> oh my god. Seth, I know you might be hearing this. You have this at five stars as well. Can we ask him why? Yeah, we'll talk to him. We'll, we'll get as a, a, that, and that's a little sneak peek for our listeners. On Tuesday, we uh, will be having Seth, Seth, uh, if you, on our podcast to talk about the 400 Blows. Um, if you are not familiar with this stuff, he is part of a podcast that I religiously listen to called the Real Talk Podcast. And also, uh, his TikTok is Seth's Film Reviews. You should go check him out. He, I don't know how many, I think he has, like, over 100,000 followers. He was one of the, wait, he was one of the core inspirations for me doing any kind of film TikTok. Um, Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, he's like me and Jagger's hero, but we're having him on the (laughs) podcast on Tuesday. But yes, he has this film at a five star, so we're, we will talk to him about this and why, and get his opinion on it, you know? Yeah. Um, all um, right. Uh, who would win in a fight, Alma or Jack Torrance? Alma got a bloody nose from a slap in the face. I think Jack Torrance takes yeah. this with clearance. Oh, a hundred percent. There's not even a conversation. This isn't okay. even a conversation, unfortunately. Highs and lows. I want you to tell the story so bad because that's all I was thinking about the entire movie. I. Okay, just tell it. Just tell it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So, was there a um possessed young kid in the movie? Yeah, he was like the main possessed kid. I auditioned to be that kid. Um. It was a very, very weird audition, by the way. So I want to talk about it. They said yes. on the sheet that they sent me, they said we want you to do a really, really deep demonic voice i was like 11 years old so my voice was like up here i was kind of talking like this so my deep voice was like this so i had to do an entire audition 
my throat was killed by the end of it. <laughs> and it was like the weirdest audition. I, maybe not the weirdest audition I've ever gotten. I got an audition where I had to go into a place in Manhattan and I had to walk in. And the guy had to throw Honey Nut Cheerios at my face, and I have a nut allergy, and I tried to explain it to him, and he said, don't worry about it. And he tried to, like, throw them at my face. I could have died. So I just had to walk out. That is crazy. But yeah, Jagger auditioned to be the role of Henry in The Pope's Exorcist, uh, which leads us into our highs and lows. That is one... I've watched this week since we recorded The Iron Giant. I quite enjoyed it personally. There's a really interesting part in the first half hour. Like, basically, this mo- this family came out this year with Russell Crowe. Um, so, of course, it's going to be great. Um, but it's like this family movies, or they movies, they move <laughs> to Spain. They're like, they had a, the husband had passed away, and they had, they had inherited this church from him. But it's like possessed with these super powerful demons. And one of the the son, he gets possessed. So they're like talking and like the local priest tries to come in and he like gets shot. The the demon like shoots him out of the room. And this movie, I'm going to say, is really cheesy intentionally. And it's so funny. Um, And it's such a good time. I would highly recommend it. It's on Netflix right now. Um, And... (laughs) <laughs> Russell Crowe is like the chief exorcist of the Vatican in this movie. And the guy is like, we had to, we had to call, uh, the, we had to call someone from, uh, the Vatican to come out here. And they're like, who? And he's like, father Gabriel Amoth, which is Russell Crowe's, uh, character's name you know what yeah i'm i'm bumping this up to three and a half stars this movie was peak um and so he like comes out and after they say father gabriel of morth he it like cuts to like this superhero type entrance and it's just russell crowe riding a moped over this hill in priest robes and it's like the funniest shit i have ever seen and it's i was laughing so hard it was so funny it was and like this menacing music was playing it was it was super enjoyable um all right what are the highest lows uh for you this week so you did, you're yet to touch on your lowest. However, I would like to take this into one more thing that I want to talk about because I heard about it like literally yesterday. And now that it's on IMDb, I can officially say it and I'm so excited. So um, I did, I um, I've auditioned for a lot of things, right? Um, in my day, I've auditioned for many things. I've only booked a couple of things. Um. Mm-hmm. I was on The Punisher for an episode. I was on Quantico for an episode. Um, I've been in a couple of shorts. However, I booked a movie um, directed by... Let's go! That's awesome. Directed by James DeMonico, who is the director of The Purge. Um, Okay. I did this movie. What's the name of the movie? movie? It's called The Home. It is a horror thriller led by Pete Davidson. I star. What are you telling me about? Yes. Pete Davidson plays a character named Max, and I play young Max in all of the flashback scenes. It was a super chill set. 
However, so you've already shot it. So I what? You've already like shot it and everything. I've already shot it. It's been edited and it is premiering at a festival in September. Um, let's go, all of our listeners. When it comes out in the theater, go see the home to watch our boy Jagger in the movies. And it gets better. This is a theater. This is a like a screening where it can be purchased. If you're not familiar with the last movie, like big movie that was purchased, it was talked to me at I think the same festival by A24. There is a slight Dude. possibility that this ends up as an A24 movie. Very slight. It could be another thing. However, it is a possibility that I am ecstatic about. That, yeah, not only as, like, an actor being picked up by one of the best com- uh, production companies out there as, like, someone who, I don't know how what your opinion is as someone who works in the business, but from what it seems like, they're one of the best production companies. They bring out the best content. 100%. And as, like, a movie guy, you're like, A24 makes peak cin- cinema. Oh, my God, dude. That'd be freaking crazy. Oh, you have to keep us updated. You have to keep us updated. And Will um, will have an so cool. we'll have an official answer by the end of September by who bought it. So I am oh, yes. beyond excited. Um and yeah. I needed to share that. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, that's so cool. That's so cool. Good for you, man. Thank you. Um Yeah. All right. Oh my god. I'm not gonna I'm gonna be thinking about that all day. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm, maybe maybe I'll come out to you and I'll go see it in the theater the day it opens and we can go see it together and I we can have yeah maybe we'll see but I'm so excited for you dude that's so all right highs and lows I'm gonna stop talking go right. go for your highs and lows so your high was Pope's Exorcist or no, no I'll, I'll, I'll go is... oh. all right yeah go ahead so my lowest is. My lowest is It Happened One Night, which we are talking about next Friday. I watched it already, and I have it at three stars. Um, but my mm-hmm. high, uh, my next lowest is Get Out, which I bought, I put at four stars. I had a lot of fun with it. But my highest is a movie that I'd really like to talk about called An American Werewolf in London. I bet you're familiar with it. Um, yes. You have not seen it, correct? I have not, no. I recommend it a million times over. My review is a very funny review that I've seen other people leave as the review. Uh, So there's a scene where uh, a guy wakes up naked in the zoo and runs over and tries to cover himself with something. So he walks over to a little kid and steals his balloon to cover himself. And the kid says in a very, like, small British voice, A naked American man stole my balloons. And that's the whole scene. And I was cackling. <laughs> it's so good. I love that movie with my whole heart. So I yeah. have that at five stars. I have not had that much fun with the movie in a while. Yeah. Um, my high, well, I rewatched The Nice Guys, Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, one of my top four favorite movies. That's five star. Uh but not including rewatches. I have a few at four stars. Um, I watched Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 and Part 2, the animated. I've been working my way through the DCAU, so the DC Animated Universe. And those are two. The Long Halloween is like my all-time favorite comic. Um, so that was really cool. I gave the, both of those four stars. 
Uh, I watched a film called The TV Set, with ja uh, which, Jagger, I think you would really enjoy. Um, and uh, it has David Duchovny, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Judy Greer, and a few other people. And it was it's about uh, this guy, Mike, who's a writer, and his TV show gets... Like a he gets picked up for a pilot, and it's just about like the TV business, and it's really good. You should check it out. All right. Um, it's called the, the TV set. Um, and then I gave another one a four, uh, called Boy a Race, which was really good with Russell Crowe and uh, Nicole Kidman and Lucas Hedges, Joel Edgerton. It's a true story about a guy who wrote a book and wrote a newspaper or New York Times article about uh, gay conversion therapy. And his experience in it, and it was real sad, but it was really interesting. Um, those are my highs. My low, I, I've been trying to check off more 2023 releases um, because I want to see at least 50 by the end of the year. Um, and so I watched The Black Demon. It was on Amazon Prime. Uh, it, it fucking sucked. Sorry, Mom, for the F-bomb, but it, it sucked. It really... I gave it a 4 out of 100. It was... Here, here's a line in, 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 um, so there's a scene, it's about like this oil guy who goes out to this, uh, oil, like oil rig in the middle of the ocean, but like this black demon or this huge megalodon has been like attacking it. And, and, and you figure out later that the oil guy had been like looking over all these safety issues on the oil rig. And the guy who works there is like yelling at him and yelling at him. And he's like, and you guys in your red shirts are always coming down here. And this is an actual line. He, he says some things and he's like, I've worked for everything I have. And this was a line in all seriousness said in the movie. And this shirt is burgundy. Wasn't supposed to be a joke. He just said that. And I was like, yeah, this movie's terrible. So those were my highs and lows. Uh... Don't um, watch the black. Watch, watch the Pope's the Exorcist. Watch. I watch Cocaine Bear. I love Cocaine uh, Bear. I had a lot of fun with that one. Was, that movie was freaking awesome. I had, as as I think you are too. I'm a gore whore. I think we're both kind of gore whores. Like we just love gore. Yeah. Uh, and like good gore, and that oh, it had some good gore, like Evil Dead like kind of gore where it's like overly gory and funny i i loved it i loved it yeah um so real quick uh you said you wanted to watch some 2023 movies yeah can i pop off some quick 2023 recommendations for you of movies that i don't i don't yeah, think I'm you've seen you're watching what yeah and then i'm gonna... missing i'm yeah. watching missing Right now, and then I'm probably going to watch Rye Lane because I need to check that off and uh, Past Lives, but those are about the only ones I have planned. All right, real quick. Inside. Inside is Willem Dafoe, one-person movie. I know a lot of oh. people have not rated it as highly. I have it at four and a half stars. It blew me away. Um, it's available on Peacock, and it is so, so good. Um, another quick one. Yeah, we talked about that one before. Yeah. Um. Even Adding it to my watch list. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Dead Rise. It's available on Max. The fact that you haven't seen it yet, it blows okay. me away. Um, oh yeah, I know. I keep like, I keep like. Okay, tonight's the night. I'm finally watching Evil Dead Rise. I'm finishing the collection. 
and then I find something else, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I'm gonna go watch that. I just need to watch it, but I can't. I can't watch. I maybe I'll watch it tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Um. Also, yeah, I'm another one that you haven't seen that I personally liked a lot more than other people. The Flash. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's definitely like a popcorn movie. It's not the best thing you'll ever see, but I originally the first time I watched it had so much fun with it that I genuinely debated giving it like five stars because it was so much fun. I have it at four and a half, but I loved The Flash. And I know that's kind of seems stupid to a lot of people like no yeah. new Marvel movies, new DC movies. They're no good. The Flash is just a great time. It's got some emotion, too. Um, it's available on Max now for free. Uh, it's not short, but you should definitely check it out. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that, uh, it's, I don't know. It's going to be hard. I'm going to get around to it. I plan on getting around to it. Um, but it's just, it's hard for me because I've seen some of the cameos they do. And I've seen like, so Christopher Reeve. I hold Christopher Reeve very highly. He is my favorite Superman. I grew up watching those Superman movies from the 80s, and I love those Superman movies. And I've seen the cameo they do of him in The Flash, and it's so it's so out of taste, and it's I feel like it's so disrespectful to Christopher Reeve and that character. And I don't know. There's just it it just kind of turned me off, but I know I just need to bust it out and get it over with, and we'll see. It'll probably be like a two and a half for me so not a negative review but just like right down the middle yeah okay and two quick ones um i don't know if you've seen the other one though uh indiana jones dial of destiny i rated way higher than other people i have it at three and a half um and i know wow. some people, i know some people gave it ones some people gave it twos uh i have it at three and a half oh, yeah, it was you watched it yeah i went to a pre-screening in imax i watched it i have it, i have it at a uh, three stars Really? Oh, I didn't know if you'd seen it or not. I watched it. Yeah, I loved it. I quite liked it. I think that it didn't do the Indiana Jones character as bad as people were saying it did. I think Phoebe Waller-Bridge was pretty good in it, too. I quite liked it. Mads Mikkelsen I really enjoyed. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Okay, and one more. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Uh, now I feel like I kind of have to check. Or I'll just ask you, have you seen Tetris? No, I haven't gotten around to it yet. I love Tetris. I have Tetris at four stars, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I heard are enjoying it. Yeah, I don't know. You can you can check it out if you want, but I quite liked it. Yeah, no, I'm planning on checking it out. I like Taron Edgerton a lot. Um, and one more. So, do you want to get? Um, one oh, more thing yeah, before the draft. Ahead. One more thing before the draft. I want to talk about how excited I am for the next episode, uh, where we're talking about the 400 blows. Um, first of all, we're having yes. Seth on, which is insane. Second of all, the 400 blows is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I've got yes. a lot of built-up excitement. And you are yet to see the 400 blows, correct? No, yeah. I'm going to watch it Monday night before we were... Uh, I usually like watching movies the night before, so they're fresh in my mind. Um... So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now let's get into the draft. Yeah, so we're do we're going back to a draft today. Uh, we've done a few where we haven't done a draft. We've done... Uh, but we're going to go... Uh, we're going to draft 
uh, black and white, um, black and white films. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up my list of black and white films. Gotcha. Uh, I am looking forward to this personally. I haven't seen too many, but I've seen some. Um, so I don't remember uh, who took the first pick last time we did a draft. Um, but I why don't you just go ahead and take the first pick? You're going to give me first pick? Yeah. All right. Um, so for my 1-1 one, one pick, are you able to keep track? Um, yeah, let me pull up some notes. All right. Give me a sec. And we are only counting movies that are all black and white, not some of the movies on these lists that are only half and half. Yeah. Let me just pull up a note here. All right. Yeah, you got your 1-1. One, one. Let's hear it. My 1-1, one, one, without question, is the 400 blows. That's <laughs> uh, just fine, because I see it. But that's a good pick. I'm taking it. It, uh, it made me cry so hard. <laughs> All right, for my 1-1 one, 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 one pick, I'm going to take this before you can. I'm going to take Psycho. Oh, God. Oh, God. He took it. Yeah. Fair. Air. Um. All right. All right. Your pick. My two-two pick, yeah. without question, is another one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm taking Eraserhead. It's so weird, so crazy, but I love it so much. All right. Yeah, I try to. I feel the same way about that one as I do Persona. It's just too weird for me. Too weird for um, me. I want to preface this to everybody listening the amount of black and white films I've seen is very limited. So, while well, you might get some weird ones on here, on my draft. Uh, I'm going to take Francis Ha as my second pick. Fair, fair. I've not gotten around to it, but people love that movie. Oh, my God. Dude, Noah Bonback is... He just... He, he, he kills it. He's such a good director. All right, so I can already see my three, four, and five, and I just hope you don't take any of them before me. So my three, three pick is another movie that made me cry a lot, Elephant Man. I haven't cried that much in a while. <laughs> movie broke yeah. me. All right, Elephant Man. Oh, have you seen that one? Because that might be your next pick if you did, if you have. Oh gosh, darn it! I'm running out. Oh no! I really hope you don't take that because I don't see it on your watch list, and I really—if have you—if you haven't seen it, I thought it would be on your watch list. Maybe I'm wrong though. Um, dang it! This is very, very hard for me. You haven't seen it? Wow. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take Ikuru. Ikuru. Oh, right. That's fair. Another one I have not seen, but I would love to see. It's really good. It's really, really good. Well, then I'm taking one that seemingly isn't on your watch list, but you should add it. Uh, Lahane. What a movie. Not on my watch list? Oh, that should be. Yeah, that's not on your watch list. 
Shocker. Weird. Um, all right. For this is where we're gonna get into some weird ones. Um You already took a racer head. Let's see. This is gonna take me a little bit. Um Was that my fourth? Oh no, dude. Was that my fourth? I haven't Yeah, that was your fourth. I haven't seen enough black and white films. Okay, I'm going to take something I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm going to take uh, Marvel's Werewolf by Night. Really? I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was Marvel's Halloween special, uh, and I I had a very good time with it. I thought it was really well done. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to take. All right, I'm going to give out some quick honorable mentions. So, first of all, Citizen Kane. I Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Schindler's List, The Invisible Man, Dracula, uh, Freaks, Creature from the Black Lagoon, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Dr. Strangelove. I would have taken if it wasn't for... Oh, also Night of, uh, Nosferatu. If it wasn't for Night of the Living Dead, I would have taken Dr. Strangelove. Because Night of the Living Dead is awesome. Is that your first pick? Uh, is that oh. my last pick? Uh, yeah, that's your uh, actually, no, 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 no. I forgot about this one. Man, all right. Night of the Living Dead is amazing. However, my final pick is Tetsuo the Iron Man. What a crazy movie, Tetsuo. I... All right, well, you gave me the fifth pick. I'm taking Doctor Strangelove, man. I forgot that was in back in my black and white. Yeah. I love that film. Yeah, that's fair. I could have also gone, like, Frankenstein, too. Any of those old monster movies could have totally been my pick. But Tetsuo is just weird, kind of ridiculous. I don't understand a lot of it, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. To conclude the draft today, to go over, Jagger took the 400 blows, Eraserhead, Elephant Man, uh, Lahine, and uh, what was that last one? Uh, uh, Tetsuo the, the Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took Psycho, Francis Ha. Ikiru, Werewolf by Night, and Doctor Strangelove. Um, leave us a review with who, who you think won this draft. Um, and uh, so if you want to get ready for our next episode, we will be uh, reviewing the 400 Blows on Tuesday with Seth's film reviews. Um, he will be here. Um, you can expect that episode to be a little bit later in the afternoon instead um, but yeah, uh, if you want to watch 400 blows and listen to our review with Seth, please do. We would, uh, love it again. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am Trey, the film noob on TikTok, and just Trey RZ on letterbox. He is Jagger movie reviews on TikTok and Jagger pot pie on letterbox. Um, thank you for joining us today and we will see you Tuesday. All right, and thank you all for listening in. Goodbye.